That being said, it wasn't an HBO production. It was a Cinemax production. Really? Yeah, when it starts up, it says Max Original, not HBO Original. No, that's no, HBO, Max. HBO Max. <laughs> no, but H- isn't HBO Max like a Cinemax HBO? No, no, no not at all. It's called HBO, HBO Max. Max. It's HBO. It's HBO. Oh. <laughs> solid, bro. Solid this, gains. This is solid gains, bro. Solid gains, bro. <laughs> Dude, Jake. So you already saw my X Men wallet, right, Jake? Yeah, yeah. I saw the X Men wallet. She's sick. Yeah, dude. I also finally got around to getting Black Sad Volume Two. Nice. Hell yes. Sick, dude. I uh, I don't know if Anthony Cody told you, but I saw Cody over the weekend. Yeah, he just told me the story. That's fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, I guess you should tell the story now that we're fucking recording. Like- In the group chat, Jake, before the weekend, Jake kept alluding to going to visit his grandmother. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly. That was the old, uh, the old switcheroo I pulled on you guys. Grandma's code for Cody. <laughs> well, yeah, no, then I, I just kept like texting him while you're there. I was like, yo, dude, what are you doing tonight? He's like, I don't know. I was like, well, you should be free and party with me. He was like, what are you talking about, man? Just kept not believing me whenever I said I was there. Then he FaceTimed me from a restaurant in Charleston. Yeah. And he's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, I came here for you, dude. I was like, you came here for that, you liar. Dude, but you can't have one without the other is what I always say. <laughs> yeah, you can't have Cody without also getting ass. <laughs> oh, yeah, but no, it was fun. It was a fun. Dude, the other night, the last night was fun as shit. Dude, we lost our damn minds. Oh man, it was a blast. Geek fest, a geekapalooza, if you will. <laughs> I, the reason I brought up things I bought is because I wanted to get a reaction out of you, but you didn't bite the lure. You talking to me? Yeah. Why? Because you, st- you still have no headphones? <laughs> well, we'll be fixing that in just a second, because guess what, motherfuckers? So why oh. are they on your head right now? Because I wanted to surprise you. Oh. Oh, there's the Cody we know. Wildcat mode engage. <laughs> are there wildcats in West Virginia? Oh, definitely. Bobcats. Large wildcats. Bobcats. Honestly, I forgot how much cooler it sounds with headphones than without them. Yeah, it sounds a lot better. It does. And you look like the old school Cody we know and love. Yep. Yeah, I had to get, when I knew, I, was, I knew, like, I, there were cheaper options out there, but I had to stay true to my brand. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Unless they go dead in a few months and then we say, fuck the brand. I know, right? <laughs> Well, I'm pretty sure Mary's pretty sure she got hers used on the Facebook marketplace. Gotcha. Okay. So someone knew there was something up with them. Uh, yeah. Boys. You about to take a bong hit? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what time it is, dude. I'm so excited to get high with you guys. Yeah. I've been looking forward to this for a while now. And what, a, yeah. what an episode it will be because today's episode, we are discussing Peacemaker. On HBO Max, written, directed, produced by our boy, James Gunn. Jimmy Guns. That's what we call him. Jimmy Jimmy Guns. Guns, Yeah. Jimmy Jimmy, Jimmy Guns. Uh, (laughs) Dude, also, fun fact that I just found out via like scrolling on Instagram Harcourt is his girlfriend in real life. Are they married? I thought that was his wife. That's James Gunn's wife. They might honestly be. I know, whatever. They've been together for like six years. Yep. Yep. So that's pretty cool. I had no idea. Yeah, and she kicked ass. Yeah, she was her character was really cool. You weren't expecting this really side, like C D character team within the Suicide Squad movie to kick as much ass as they did in their own TV show. Mm. It was yes. sick. It was awesome. Another fun fact, James Gunn wrote the entire season in eight weeks. 
Oh wow, that's pretty insane. That's impressive. Like he didn't have a writing a writing team or anything. It's him by himself. There was no writers room for the show, which I found pretty interesting because it was so it was tight. Like it was just so good. Well, I think like like to that point, like he definitely had like a vision for the show and he fucking executed it. Because I don't think even people that were like let's talk about like the fact that when the trailers were first coming out, Anthony, you weren't too hyped about it. Not at all. Yeah, I'll be the first to admit that. I was like Peacemaker. All right, like I'll I'm gonna watch it, but I have no. Like, even less excitement than I did for a Hawkeye show. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I was excited for it, but not as excited as, as I started watching it, where I was like, damn, this show is actually fucking good. Incredible. Yep. Yeah, like, it was After very, the first episode, it, I was like... Yeah, first episode, I was hooked easy. I was like, oh, this show is good. The opening money. scene, also, I'm not going to lie, I never skipped the opening sequence. Oh, of course not. Because that's dope-ass. Uh, it's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, it's like a riff on TikTok dances, almost. Yeah, I mean that's not where my head went, but yeah, fucking loser. Oh, uh, I'm pretty sure that's like I'm pretty sure that's what it was. Really, I don't know if it was honestly. I think to your point, I think it it's made for people to emulate on TikTok. It's like James Gunn knows how do I make this as memeable. I don't think he was trying to make it as memeable as possible, but it's it, it is very memeable because the way everyone dances is like so like it's a core like this kind of intro is not anything we've seen a in a TV show. At least I've never seen it in a show and we've never seen it in a superhero show. Like it's so unique and it just works on every level. I don't know. I loved it. Like, yeah, there's no reason to ever skip that intro. Yeah, never. It was so, it was it was awesome. so fun. Do you think maybe they'll change it next season because not all those characters made it to the end? Oh, for sure. Maybe. But also, I mean, like same song, different dance, maybe same song, different dance. That'd be funny because that song is so good. Do you want to taste it? Oh yeah, he put a lot of a uh, lot of metal rock or hair, yeah, hair 80s, rock. Yeah, glam rock. Yeah, glam hair rock metal. in this show, and it worked. You know that song's from like 2010. But does she want to taste it? Or yeah, that, that's yeah. not who like, is that? Uh, the name of the band is Wigwam. They're not a famous band at all. I've never heard of them. Nice. If I haven't heard of them, they're not fucking famous. Let me let me say that right <laughs> <Yeah>. now. <laughs> Anthony may not know movies, but he knows music. I know every band in this town. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, dude. It was a solid show, and it like fucking dude. It was funny as shit, and like there was a super very and en- very endearing moments. Yeah, really wholesome. Who's tons of heart? Yeah, tons of heart. Really wholesome. Really funny. Just like. I'm. I'm just gonna. I want to. I'm just gonna go out and say it. Say it. Say it. Shits on every single Disney Plus show put out so far. Yeah. Shits all over it. I agree, one hundred percent. Like it's not even close. Like, dude. Yeah. yeah. Like, it, it's also like, and I think to James Gunn's credit, and a like Disney Plus is still very new. HBO is not, and HBO more or less puts out quality shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. That being said, it wasn't an HBO production. It was a Cinemax production. Really? Yeah. When it starts up, it says Max original, not HBO original. No, that's HBO Max. HBO Max. (laughs) No, but isn't HBO Max like a Cinemax HBO? No, no, not at all. HBO Max is HBO. It's HBO. Oh, but then how come there are some shows that still just say HBO and then some say Max Originals? Because some, some shows, shows were made are on the actual channel, like Euphoria, like something like that. But then Peacemaker, I think, only streams. Interesting. Okay, that makes yeah. sense. Well, now I'm a fucking idiot. Cody's like, they took all the softcore porn movies and combined <laughs> it with The Sopranos, and then they created a whole new... Oh, man. Yeah, all the softcore... Dude, that's basically <laughs> how the plot of Peacemaker is softcore <laughs> porn, like one of those weird, wacky alien ones. <laughs> the grit of The Sopranos. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember... Those the names of those softcore porns that would come on late at night. It was oh, like yeah. Emilio in space. Do you remember that one? Yeah, and like <laughs> Lord of the G strings. Yeah, and, they're hilarious. Uh, yeah, there was. I can't remember. There was one because I mean, what's cr- I didn't realize this because I was a kid uh, jerking off to this. But those were all <laughs> porn stars. Oh yeah, just doing 
softcore movies for extra. You know what I mean? I learned that later in life as well through my through my connoisseuring of yeah. Once I started digging into the real deal, I was like, (laughs) "Oh, I know these bitches. (laughs) I don't grew up with these hoes." Oh, that's hilarious. Uh-oh, Anthony, what's going on? What's no, going sorry, on with Anthony? Thought... Hold on one second. Oh, shit. There's a butterfly at t- in his apartment. Oh, yeah. Dude, let's talk about that. Once again, James Gunn. And I, okay, so like, I liked it, but is it maybe a criticism that James Gunn relies heavily on, like, whether it's Slither, like, like monster-based, you know what I mean? Like, the enemy is always a larger amount of aliens. Yes, and those aliens often use mind control or the taking over of a brain or something. Yeah, like the Starros were kind of the same thing as the butterflies in a way. Yes. And which is also like not the same, but similar to Slither. Exactly. Slither, yeah. Not not the same, but definitely like similar. So I would say maybe is that my one? Like, to be honest, like the whole show was cool, but I would have rather them like took on like a DC villain I knew of and not. I would agree with that generic alien. Hopefully like next season, like dude, like that part with the, with the gorilla and it was talking. I immediately thought I was like, what is that fucking gorilla? Grod? Yeah. I yeah. Creamed I remember myself. we texted each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I creamed myself and then it wasn't. And I was like, Oh, I feel like it's kind of a missed opportunity. I would have liked to see that. Well, to go off of that, James Gunn to his credit, he includes the justice league at the end. Yeah. That's a sick. Or idea. at least some of the justice league. And then he drops all these references. Like, Kite Man, Bat Mite, Matter Eater Lad. Yeah. You know? Like, especially Kite Man. Like, I want to see Kite Man in season two. I want to see Peacemaker versus Kite Man because why the fuck not? I would actually like Kite Man to be played by his voice actor. Uh, What's his name? Is it Neil Patrick? Oh, Nathan Fillion. Right? No. No. Is it Neil Patrick Harris? No. Who is it? No. It's the dude who plays Steve the Pirate in Dodgeball, the redheaded actor. Oh, why can't I? He's in a bunch of Alan, movies. Alan, you guys will know him. Alan T- something Durden or Turden? No, yeah, Alan T- Tyler T- Durden. Or Tyler Durden, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler Durden, yes. <laughs> What's his name? It's Alan. I He's can't also pronounce his last robot name. in iRobot with Will Smith. He's in a lot of things. He's in a night. He's in a Knight's Tale. He's the redheaded dude with Heath Ledger and all them. Yep. Even though I just said his name like five times, I can't pronounce it right. Well, what is it? What, is it? what does it say? Alan Tudyk. T-U-D-Y-K. I don't know how to say that last name. Alan Turdick? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> well, either way. I'd Can like you guys hear me? His... I literally said that like 10 times. Like, <laughs> I heard you say Alan. <laughs> I didn't hear you just... say it. What's his name? <laughs> Alan Tudyk. T-U-D-Y-K. I don't know how to say his last name. I think it's just Turdick. Tudyk. Tudyk. Yeah. Yeah. Also, <laughs> if I'm being honest, I would just hear Anthony say Alan, and for some reason that just caused my eyes to glaze over, and I couldn't register anything else. Oh, Anthony, that's like your magical word, Alan. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or you're, once again, well, you're channeling Alan Flitter Alan energy. Flitter! <laughs> Dude, shout out to Alan Flitter again. Yeah, dude. I love that he's a cameo in our podcast. Yeah. He's the Nick Fury of the podcast references. <laughs> oh, shit. That'd be a good Because we Fury. reference a lot of ACI alumni, and then they all have to band together one day. And Alan's the one to lead them, I think. Are you calling ACI alumni the Avengers? No, we're definitely more like... Yeah, you're right. We're definitely more like the X-Men, but like the third wave... Like they're not even ever called X Men. It's like the new mutants, like the new X Men. Like we yeah. never actually get to be. Or on we're the just squad. like the Suicide Squad of comedy. Oh, there you go. So like, yeah. So like, okay, you could send all the ACI alumni, but then like Chris Rojas and everyone's like heads blow up and shit just yeah. happens. When they all die. <laughs> and then it's just it's just us three, the core actors that survive. Yeah. <laughs> and Alan Flitter, of course. Yeah, Alan of Flitter course. is like when the movie the ends, you see, and you see Weasel wake up. That's Alan Flitter. <laughs> Steven Rosenfield is the Amanda Waller. 
Just like cheating us out of money left and right. There you go. Yeah. (laughs) You won't have a life by the time this is done. Oh, what a fucking scam artist that guy was. Yep. Just like maybe maybe he knew what he's doing, and maybe what he's really bringing together is friends, you know, <laughs> and that's his core goal. Yeah, he, maybe he was like, "I have nothing to teach these people, but <laughs> I am going to bring together a great team. <laughs> I can bond them in their hatred of me." Yeah. Oh shit, that's a worthwhile uh, villain. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Rosenfield. Um, it was cool that Amanda Waller got outed by her daughter, who was probably one of the best characters on the show, honestly. Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. She was oh, great. Adam yeah. Adebayo? Adebayo, yeah. Yeah, Adebayo. Yeah, she was cool. She was incredible. Definitely down to see more of her. I'm honestly down to see more of the the, the, the squad, the crew. They were cool. Yeah, right? Dude, yeah, they were all awesome. Vigilante, honestly, probably my favorite Oh, he was After my Peacemaker. favorite. Too. He was. Was he like actual based off a character, or did James Gunn just make him up? No, he's, he's so based off he, a character. He's based off a character, but you know, James Gunn does take liberties. Like Peacemaker isn't the way he necessarily is in the comics. A lot of that comes from John Cena, like improving stuff for the character, and James Gunn like making him a certain way. And Vigilante's the same. Like if I were to look up Vigilante's bio on like Wikipedia, it's going to tell me pretty much the same origin as Punisher, Frank Castle. It's like a Vigilante's family was killed by the mafia. And so now he takes it out by being like a hitman and taking out all the bad people. You know, it's just like, that's not really what this guy is in the show at all. Yeah. He's like Deadpool almost in the show, really. He is kind of yeah. a lot like Deadpool. He's just like this like happy-go-lucky sociopath. Yep, yeah. I like at the yeah. end when like they're watching the TV and Adebayo just added everyone and uh, Vigilante's like in the in the gown in the hospital and he just like looks up and just falls out the window like to escape. Yeah. <laughs> he was just fucking yeah. he was cool, man. Yep. And murderous as fuck. Yeah, that scene where he fucks up all the white uh the Aryan Oh, in jail. jail. Oh, in jail. Such a good scene. That was a funny ass scene. He's like, he's like, how about we all go around the table and he's talking like these Nazis. He's like, tell us what our favorite thing that black culture contributed to American society. He's like, you go first. And then, (laughs) (laughs) dude, it's just funny James Gunn writing, man. Quick. Yeah, dude. Yeah. So funny. So funny. And I loved how like peacemaker was John Cena's character was super toxic masculine, but like <laughs> in such he's portrayed in like such a pitiful way. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, yeah, he's cool, but he's cool because he's kind of, I don't know. It seems like he's learning and growing and I don't know. Do you understand? Am I making sense? Yeah. yeah no, so that's like, like for sure. Like what he is. And then he grows to be like less of those things. I mean, he actually like, Going back to John Cena improvising, he uh, in like one of the later episodes, he hints at him being bi, yeah. about fucking guys too. And like, and John Cena, that's all John Cena. James yeah, that's Gunn all John says, Cena like, just improvising yeah. that. What I thought was interesting. All right, so I don't know if we did like a, a rundown of what the show is actually about, but it's following the Suicide Squad movie that came out. It's not the original. <clears throat> the original Suicide Squad, James Gunn last year came out with the Suicide Squad. It's almost like a soft reboot. Peacemaker is a main character in that. This follows the events of that movie. But at the end of that movie, you're not, you know, throughout the movie, you, you could be on Peacemaker's side. He's kind of a douche, but you he grows a little bit, but still pretty much a douche. But at the end of that movie, you're like, fuck you, Peacemaker. Like he, he makes a decision. Yeah, he shoot. He kills Rick Flagg. You don't want to see that happen, but he does it and he does it in the name of peace. And you're like, fuck you. You suck, Peacemaker. I don't care what happens to you now. Like, hope you die. Yeah. He winds up in the hospital, and that's where we see him at the start of the show. And, you know, you're seeing him at a low moment. I don't know. Like, at the start of the show, I, I didn't expect to like the dude. Like, I was just like, I, I you convinced me in the Suicide Squad he's, he's a piece of shit, but I want to see where this goes. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it starts out. Well, I mean, and the, it, like, the whole thing, there's, like, constant flashbacks to his final battle with Rick Flag, And, like, you can really see James does, does a good job of showing that he realized he's, like, questioning his morals and taking, re-examining right and wrong and what he's been doing. And I love that. 
because vigilante the whole time is like, why the fuck are you doing this, dude? It's better to just not think. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The fucking, I like in the first episode where Peacemaker is like arguing with the team. He's like, I killed Rick Flagg. He's like, no one told you to do that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it definitely makes you like him and feel for him. And also like, it's cool. Like he still is like kind of crazy. Like the last scene is him with his dead father, the image of his dead father sitting with him. You saw that one scene in the last episode when he's in the woods and they're looking for his helmet. He's like talking at his dad and Harcourt sees him. and just looks like he's talking to a tree. So it's like, it's kind of cool. Like he is still crazy, but yeah, a more and, I, and, crazy. and I'm sure in a second season, which they already said second season is happening, that that's that's how his father is going to pop up. Like almost like, did you guys uh, ever watch Dexter, like the original series when it was on? No, I don't fuck with Dexter. You didn't fuck with Dexter. What about you? So Cody? I watched a couple episodes and then I was like, this show fucking blows and everybody has bad tastes. Well, you guys both suck because the first yeah, season, four seasons of Dexter about. is great. <laughs> nah, fuck you guys. But the rest of the show sucks. But It's a gimmick. All, it's a hack. It, so is every show. Whatever. The point is uh, the, what happens in Dexter is like he always talks to his dead father in like these one-on-one, you know, where it's really Dexter just like trying to figure it's his like his his psychological motivation and like what's happening in the moment. So like we have we've already seen with his dad and 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 those couple scenes. I feel like that's the coolest way to have it going forward. I loved his dad, Robert Patrick in Terminator. Yeah, Terminator Two. He was the fucking the T one thousand, right? He just fucks everything up. Uh, he's also in The Sopranos, my dude. Yes, he is. Dave Scatino, the sports store yeah. owner who gets his life ruined by Tony. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who also, he played a great character in that show, too. Like, he did. That character yeah. is so pathetic. Yeah, he yeah. is. You know, I, I didn't really feel bad for him in Sopranos at all. I was like, good for you. No, but the acting was well. But the acting was so good. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, dude, and yeah, and he does a great job as a complete monster in yeah. this show, as yeah. White Power Iron Man. Yeah, <laughs> he literally like his suit was like it was Iron Man, but you know, just like with some racism yeah. thrown in. It was cool. I dug it. I dug like all the fucking dude, like that the, the last fight in the last episode when they're Peacemaker, Vigilante, and Harcourt are storming the barn. Dude, they're fucking Vigilante, especially like he's fucking shit up. With that fucking yeah. machete of his. Yeah. It was just yeah. awesome. Good, great action. All kinds of fucking ass. solid humor. Every episode had at least one incredible action sequence. Dude, going back to like yeah, how this crushes did. the Marvel pl- the yes, Disney Plus shows, thinking. going back to that, like in every, pretty much every Marvel Plus show so far has had, had at least one weaker episode. I didn't feel like Peacemaker had a single weak episode. Nope, not at all. I enjoyed yeah. every one from like, you know, Next to the other dude. Same. I I felt this exact same way. And not only that, but I feel like what the Disney shows were really missing, not every single one of them, but majority of them, especially Falcon winter soldier. It wasn't really a TV show. This felt like episode to episode. It was made as a TV show, not as like a, a long movie as an eight episode long movie, which when, when I sit down to watch TV, I think that's what me and a lot of people expect, like that kind of narrative. And, it, and and that's like you're saying, there's no weak point in any of that. Whereas in an MCU show, it, it could just feel like a long movie that some parts are cool. But like, you know, like and again, I go back to Falcon Winter Soldier where it didn't work for me because it didn't. I don't know. It wasn't like a show at all. This d- dude, you're uh, not a show at all, dude. I'm not. <laughs> Peacemaker was so much better than like all the Marvel things. And so, so much more heart, so much more character development. It was honestly like, I feel like somehow less grounded in reality, but everybody, even the aliens felt more relatable than mm-hmm. most Marvel characters. <laughs> You know what? I would even go as far to say I like this better than any of the Marvel Netflix shows, and that might be taking it too far, but that's how much I like Peacemaker. No, I think think it's just, like, again, because it's HBO, it's a stronger quality show. Mm. Dude, like, this is how I feel just about streaming services in general. Amazon and Netflix, like, they put out bangers, but I find that the rewatchability rate, like, I don't ever hear anyone say about how they're rewatching a Netflix series, but I do hear how people are saying they're rewatching Sopranos or the wire or hmm. you know what I mean? Be, and because, and it's, and I think I'll tell you why I think it is. It's because HBO still adheres to their one episode a week thing. Whereas Netflix and Amazon is just like dump, 
So people binge it. It doesn't give yeah. them time to take it in. I think there's something to be said about that for sure. But there's I think it's also just like said about it. like Sopranos and The Wire are shows that are such a high caliber show. I feel like not a lot of shows compare to that nowadays. But those are just two of their shows. With HBO, you still have like six feet under. You have shows I didn't watch. I didn't watch Sex in the City, but damn me if it wasn't a fucking hit, you know? Right, absolutely. You have, you have the, uh, the majority of Game of Thrones. Yeah. yeah. I just feel like HBO is a produces better shit. I guess what I'm saying is I, I see your point. Like HBO produces a lot of bangers, but I just guess nowadays too, like to rewatch anything, it's just like there's so much to watch that you know what? I fuck it. I'm rewatching right now X-Men the animated series. That's what I decided really? to start watching. Yeah. So that's funny. Dude, I can't wait to rewatch that shit. I felt like it was time for a rewatch and I'm liking it a lot so far. I'm already on the second season. HBO didn't make that, Jake. i don't know man i don't know like don't get me wrong i'm not discounting marvel i'm still i think they'll put out some good stuff but between this and i mean we haven't seen the batman yet Mm -hmm. but like the vibe it's giving off and the fact that it just doesn't feel like a dc movie you know what i mean it feels like something completely of its own yeah, I am. I honestly have like a lot more hope and dreams for DC shit than I do Marvel shit. They should just let James Gunn build the DC universe. Ooh, mm. I don't think James Gunn number one works for everything, and, and I don't think you're gonna make a good like if he's kind of like their Kevin Feige. That I would I would say sure give him that's, those. That's rings. what I mean, Kevin yeah. Feige. Give him yeah. I don't I don't mean he has to write or direct everything, but if you give him. Kevin Feige, like overseeing the creative trajectory of the DC universe. That yeah. would be cool. Because yeah. Suicide Squad was, I think we all agreed, right? The best DC movie we had seen in a while. Yes. Yeah. Fact. And this is what we're saying. Not only the best DC TV series we've seen in a while, probably ever, but live action wise, but it's also one of the best comic book TV series we've seen in a while. And we've seen a lot of comic book TV series lately. Yeah. You know what but, I mean? But also, like, I just feel like this is like the show is always what we wanted as far as like how we we don't want a cosmic Spider-Man. We don't need a cosmic Batman. We want these characters to be in their own universe. Peacemaker was very much in its own separate universe. You know, there were yeah. no other DC characters outside of that. So it was hyper focused on every character. We got like they got ample screen time. You get to like grow with them. And then a dope use of the Justice League cameo at the end, which I I, I thought it was hilarious. It was hilarious. Like, yeah. yeah. And that was cool. Bringing was back cool up the fact that uh, Peacemaker keeps saying Aquaman fucks fish. Yeah. And then he's like, he's like, go fuck a fish. And then doesn't, what does Flash say? I think he just laughs or something. Well, then Aquaman's like, oh, I want people to fucking stop saying that. Yeah. And Flash is like, but you, but you, you do it, right? And he's like, fuck, <laughs> fuck you, Barry. Yeah. <laughs> it, it just works. I like it. that made me like Aquaman way more than his entire movie. <laughs> <laughs> I just, it, yeah, it made me like all of them. And then I don't even care that like everyone's like, dude, but Batman and Cyborg wasn't there. And that wasn't Henry Cavill or Gal Gadot. I was like, you don't need like, that's who cares? Cares? Yeah, who yeah. cares? Like it just image wise, that shit was so cool when you saw all four of the Justice League. Yeah. yeah. Like that was like, also was like, James nice. Gunn said that he only got Jason Momoa and it just so happened that he was hanging out with Ezra Miller that day. And he's like, yeah, I'll, I'll jump in a scene too. So it wasn't ever yeah. supposed to be like a huge thing, but yeah, like, yeah, be like, I, I guess the silly thing is that they have to like, why couldn't Henry Cavill also have a quick line or Gal Gadot? Like they, like the point Henry is that quit. You, he's not Superman anymore. Is that true? Really? It's very true. It's been true he for quit? at least. No, done. I don't believe it. Yes. He's never making one. He like closed the door. Oh, yeah. and he's the witcher. They're, like the contract is done. Damn. I thought he had at least one more movie in him. No, they, he wasn't being used. So he like wanted out. Damn. That's been like two years old though, at least maybe more. Damn. All right. But, but to still to the point, it's like why you Shazam. don't see his face in Shazam. Oh, that's why. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No, gotcha. I'm not even lying. It's why you don't see him here either. He he's done. Like oh, so dumb. Although if you so look at the Instagram picture of the dude who was the Superman model in this cameo, uh, he looks like Superman. So I don't know if he's a good actor. Maybe they should just get him, but gotcha. <laughs> yeah. Or just get the dude from the show. Honestly, I don't know. That guy's not bad at all. Yeah. He's not, he's not a bad, Superman that show is not bad at all, man. That show is slept yeah. on. I feel like agreed. I'm sleeping on it. 
Dude, well, well you're a sleepy the, baby. Dude. Yeah, you're a sleepy, a sleepy baby. baby. <laughs> 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 I'm just, yeah. Um, Who was your guys' favorite characters? Like, like if, you I, had to I mean, if I'm being honest, every single person I cared about, except I mean, like, except for the ones I was meant to hate. Like, mm. even the people that the butterflies took over, like before the butterflies took them all over, I was already invested. I I thought those cops were hilarious. That yeah. dude was in like white chicks and stuff like yeah, that back yeah. in the day. Yeah, he's also. Are you talking about the? I forget her name, but the Asian woman's partner. Yeah. Yeah, he's also in. Uh, he's the gym trainer in A Night at the Roxbury. Yeah, yeah he's, he's always like in a small part. I've yeah, seen that yeah. guy. In but so he was many hilarious in yeah. A Night at the Roxbury. He's a good comedy actor. Yeah, yeah. He, he's. I funny. really liked. I really liked Mern. Mern was so was like. At first, I'm like, is he just a regular like leader dude? But then like he grew on me too. Like I liked how like. Yeah. I, cool. I kind of figured out he was he had to be a butterfly or some sort of alien person earlier on because he was just acting weird. You know what I mean? Yeah. It wasn't so much of a shock when they revealed he was a butterfly. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I, I didn't see that coming, but you know, we're all not as, as smart as you, it. Anthony. Well, yeah, you gotta pay attention to the science, <laughs> yeah. dude. Anthony is the Professor X of the squad. <laughs> yeah. So. I have to see. No, I didn't. Things. I didn't see foresee him becoming a butterfly, but I knew there was like some underlying. I thought honestly, Mern was going to kind of be a bad guy, and they mm-hmm. were like on a. And so I didn't see the butterfly thing coming, but I knew there was like something beneath the surface. I didn't know it was literally an alien beneath his flesh. Yeah. And to his credit as an actor, I thought he that was what made it really work. And I'm excited because he's in Guardians of the Galaxy 3, um, but James Gunn hasn't said who he is yet. Uh, he's probably going to be the villain in that movie, and he's probably going to play this dude, the High Evolutionary. You guys know who that is? No. no. He's just like some super smart, super obnoxious alien dude who like, he kind of like genetically creates like animal human hybrids and shit like that. So oh, you could see how like he ties into like rocket raccoons origin or something like that. Oh snap. Yeah. If that's who he is, he could be like silver surfer or something. That would also be kind of cool. Oh, that'd be sick. <laughs> Dude. I, uh, he blew it out of the water. Dude, the entire squad, everyone was fucking cool. Johnny Conamos. Yeah. Yeah, dude. yeah, that guy was good. Die beard, die beard. Also, dude, like that he scene gets his at, moment the end. at the end. Yeah, yeah, dude, like that scene where he gives like that speech. He's like, "The why do you, you know, when the aliens like interrogating him? Like you feel so bad, especially because they're all like listening in on his comms, and they're just like, uh-huh. oh, you feel so bad for him." But yeah. he fucking he was a hero. They all were like they squatted up, dude. When uh, Adebayo activated the human torpedo and fucking yeah, that was hilarious. You do that cracked up. She crashed it to the wall. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was hilarious. And then when uh, John Cena later did it and forced her to crash into that yeah. alien gun. I guess that was kind of like his Rick Flag moment in this one, huh? Like he decided. Do you think it was a good call that he decided to kill that that cow? I liked that he did it, and then I liked that Adebayo was like, "Why did you do it?" They said they were going to help you. Yeah. He was like, this should be our mistake. Like, we sh- it's up to us to change, not yeah. to. So I'm down well, with Peacemaker's choice. He's a hero. I think he's a hero. I also think, uh, even deeper than that, I like that he was like, but also, I knew they would hurt you guys. Yeah, he yeah. did it for them, not to save that the world. Cool. That's yeah. true. That's a good point. So yeah. he's a hero yeah. to them. Yeah, so he's yeah, a hero. Yeah, he wasn't yeah. sure, because he wasn't sure. He didn't want... Uh, the re- the responsibility of saving the world because he it was like a very difficult answer because this alien was like yo we fucked up and we're seeing you make the same exact moves we're we made as a people and we want to help you to not do that and that's why we've been trying to like move into places of power beep bop boop 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 beep bop anyway uh, <laughs> beep, beep bop boop beep boop bop but anyway and so peacemaker is like oh my god do I want to like let humans destroy ourselves or do I want to 
And then he's like, I, I'm not smart enough for this answer, but I have some people immediately that I got to care for. And that's yeah. why he did it. And I think that was like a little more wholesome and then being like, oh, I did it to save the world. You right. Know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And if, if he only waited a few minutes, the Justice League would have made that decision for him. That was funny. He's like, you're late, dickheads. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Imagine saying that to Superman. Yeah. yeah I'd, be like, oh, <laughs> I'd be pretty scared. But what do you think of the butterfly that he kept in the jar? I forget her name. Oh. Goff. Goff. And Goff stays with him at the end or presumably until that liquid runs out. Who knows if she's going to... Yeah. Like if there's no more of that liquid, she can't live anymore. That's what the butterflies eat. But yeah, I mean, he he chose to let her live. He shot her in the chest and he knew that she would survive. But I thought she would like go into somebody else. That's what I meant. No, I think there's an understanding. Mm. So then she he made the decision that even she was like, all right, I guess that was fine. Well, I think she's like, there's no hope now. So, mm. you know, he, I don't know. She cared for him. Yeah, right. He Because he cared for her. You know what I mean? Oh, shit. Yeah, exactly. I'll tell you who my favorite character is. Eagly. Eagly. <laughs> dude, Eagly. Eagly was, was dude, that fucking, he like got cooler and cooler. At first I was like, all right, like how stupid is this going to be? <laughs> and then like there's that scene where him and vigilante are running through the woods and eagerly is just fucking take down motherfuckers yeah yeah, yeah scratching dude. their eyes out pecking at their like jugular like even vigilante's like dude eagerly's hardcore <laughs> yeah pure like, cgi yeah. too Oh yeah, no, obviously, but still. Yeah. It was just it was just funny as shit. Also, I love that like cuz when you see teams that have an animal as a character, the animal is always I love that they still had like a huge animal element and he wasn't exactly the most reliable teammate, you know what oh, I mean? Oh, not at all. Like, yeah. Like how well are you actually going to train an eagle? You know what I mean? Especially if you're John Cena. Yeah. I mean, Pretty well when he's attacking those police officers. No, yeah, exactly. But not well enough when they needed him to take the helmet to the barn. Exactly. He also hugs him twice. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's smarter than the average eagle. Exactly. He's definitely smarter than the average eagle. But he's also still an eagle. And I like that is all I'm saying. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. James Gunn is is great at being like, oh, I'm going to throw an animal in there. Something that's like not human. And you're going to love it. (laughs) Something weird and quirky. And I'm going to make you love it. Tree, raccoon, butterflies, and (laughs) shark, king shark, sharks, eagles, starfish, rats. Make you like it. Rats, exactly. Rats. Oh, you heard. So there's supposed to be another Suicide Squad spinoff series, and I'm hoping it's Ratcatcher, maybe even King Shark, maybe a combo. But James Gunn is going to create that show as well. Well, I'm down to see where it goes. See, honestly, I I just want James Gunn to be curating like low profile characters in DC. Leave that and just like, but I don't know. I don't want everything to be i don't i just i want i like what the dc is doing like suicide squad and these like b c d side characters yeah give them to james gunn that's sick batman give it to matt reeves completely different movie Mm. it feels like you can tell the vibe the vibe alone is completely different like i can't see peacemaker taking place in this batman universe no not at all like the last thing I want is DC to go the route of Marvel and have all of the movies just kind of like feel the same. That's true, actually. I think it would be a, like such a contrast to not and, to, and it would almost be more comic book like in that. Okay, you have this universe that does. Okay, now that we see the Justice League, they're obviously the Snyderverse is now canon with the James Gunn verse. So, but it would be cool to also have their like how comics have one shots or one offs. It's like, yeah, this is a story about Batman, but it's not necessarily like canon in an entire yeah type of thing. Or like Joker, that's what Joker was. If you wanna, you wanna exactly. say that DC. So like, I'm, yeah. down, I'm down for more of that kind of shit. You know, Joker was like Brian Azzarello's Joker one shot. Yeah, mm-hmm. like we talked about. Zack Snyder's Justice League is like a Justice League comic. Like, the let's say Zack Snyder is doing the run of Justice League right now. You yeah. know, Matt Reeves is going to do the solo Batman run. Yeah. You know, uh, James Gunn is handling the run of a couple, like, of, like, Suicide Squad and their spinoff characters. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I would love it if DC... Because each one 
of those characters needs different vibes and feels. I think it's been like a fatal flaw of Marvel to be like, everything's the same. Uh, <laughs> you know Cody's what I mean? Feige out here taking shots at the big dog. Always trying to. I think Cody's whole, like it's been apparent for a while that Cody's trying to take down the MCU along with Kevin Feige. And now oh, that he's shit. fanboying over all this DC, you know, h- how did you feel about, and because I loved it, so maybe I'm on your side, Cody. They showed a little fucking Black Adam teaser thing. And it showed a bunch of quick clips of like his movie with a lot of new characters like Hawkman. Adam Smasher. It looked really good, right? Yeah, I thought it looked good. I'm excited for Black Adam as well. I'm super excited for Black Adam. I know what you're talking about. Dude, that shit looked dope. You saw fucking Pierce Brosnan and Dr. Fate garb. Yeah, yeah. For it, that man. looks I, great. I, I, yeah, dude, and what's cool is different. that vibe looks totally different than the other, you know, yeah. products that they've made so far. I like that. I don't feel like every movie should just be like, I know it's made Marvel so palatable, but I think people are just getting tired of it, man. I think it's going to be a, a while before. Mm it really crashes and burns. But yeah. I think like, I think it's losing its luster, you know? Yeah. yeah. We'll luster. know right away if this like hit Marvel, if number one, they try to get James Gunn to do a show for them next. And if you see one of their shows get super quirky and have some sort of intro like Peacemaker did, cause you know, people are going to try to copy that now because it was just so different, yeah. right? Like seriously, like that, the intro alone, like cements yeah. why the show works better than all these shows we're talking about that Marvel makes and DC too. Thanks. Like Harley Quinn works so well because it also had like, not that not intro, but like it just understands the characters and like makes you laugh about them and care about them in the same way you would, you know, in a regular movie, but they're just going about it in a, in a much different way in a way that I don't know, just appeals to us. I think way more us meaning cool people <laughs> all in all eat shit. Marvel. <laughs> we're not Marvel sluts anymore. Dude, I never was bro. Jake's an HBO slut. Anything on HBO, Jake will be like, love it. Six out of but six. But he hasn't watched H- Euphoria yet. But when he does, he will say six out of six. Yeah, it might be an HBO slut. <laughs> it wasn't a diss. <laughs> There's a lot of shows I haven't watched. I haven't watched Euphoria. I haven't watched Six Feet Under. Critically acclaimed, Jake. Yeah. So Anthony mentioned, are there any characters, Jake, that you want to see? Because Anthony mentioned he wants to see Kite Man in this. Are there any characters that you would like to see introduced in the show? Yeah, definitely. Uh, (laughs) Jake, that was the best response. (laughs) Like like you were saying, you were saying earlier, like it would be cool to see them face off against actual like comic book villains. Like, Oh yeah, that'd be cool. I heard people throwing around Bane as a name and James Gunn's like, I haven't even written anything yet. How do you guys, how are you guys saying it's Bane? But Bane would be cool if it's like, that would be a cool dichotomy. Yeah, I, kind of I don't know if I want to love... see these characters. I want, I want to see like other people who movies have never touched, like Gorilla Grodd would be sick because I really didn't mind mm. his interpretation in the Flash TV show. So with like James Gunn movie CGI, you could make a cool Gorilla Grodd. Yeah. For sure. Um, or like, I mean, there's even, there's so many villains that haven't been touched. That would be cool. Like mirror master. Uh, Ooh, let James Gunn do the flash. That might be cool. Ooh. Ooh. Or if peacemaker fights the rogues, like, cause we haven't really seen them except for like the CW version of those guys. But all we the, saw all the rogues are flash villains. So it'd be cool to see them. Uh, yeah. And we did see know. boomerang. You're right, Cody. So they exist. And he's in, dead. Yeah. Oh yeah. He is dead. He's dead right. now. Unless Flashpoint brings Dude, him back, because they were master, Captain Cold, the top, Heat you know? Wave. <laughs> yeah, Heat Wave. Dude, or I, I'd love to see him. Like, I mean, some like it'd be cool to watch them toe up against somebody like way more like Bizarro or something. Oh, like, shit. fight somebody way tougher. Yeah, okay. Like Bizarro would that work would well cool. in this universe in yeah. James Gunn's Ooh. section of the DC yeah. universe. Yeah, I could see them like hunting Bizarro for a season, and then almost towards the end, Bizarro they're like, "Fuck!" Like Bizarro's just like someone that Lex Luthor was fucking up by testing like Superman chemicals on him or whatever. He joins their squad and they have to take out like Lex Luthor or something. That'd be sick. Like I would like the stakes to be big without them having to like, you know what I mean? Dude, or even like, it'd be cool if like they had a, oh, what if it was them against like a, uh, what's the 
not Legion of Doom, but like it'd be cool if they, there was like a team of super villains that the show, that the DCU hasn't really touched. Like like maybe uh or even like a couple they have and a couple they hadn't, but it'd be cool to see like the Mad Hatter, you know what I mean? Mm. Like uh like kind of sillier characters or wackier characters. Like uh yeah, what's his yeah. name? Who's the zombie again in Gotham? Oh, Solomon, uh, Solomon, Solomon Grundy. Grundy. Yeah, Solomon yeah dude, the Mad Hatter, Solomon Grundy. The like, what's his name? Top, you said the top. He he's a rogue. He's a he's one of Flash villains. But yeah, he like exactly. spins around like a top. <laughs> yeah, I mean, exactly. They already, honestly, they already did Polka Dot Man. They honestly could do anybody. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, so, Condiment Man. They could bring Condiment, in Condiment, Condiment Man. King, my dude. <laughs> Condiment King, you're right. Yeah, Clock I think that would be that'd be hilarious. Clock King. Condiment King. There's like there's an egg master or some kind of egg villain in, in Batman's universe from back in the day. Ooh, ventriloquist. That would be a fun Ooh, one. Ooh, Scarface and ventriloquist. That'd be sick. Yeah. Clayface. Like, is this guy fucking serious? They like have to shoot Clay a puppet. Clayface would be cool. James yeah. Gunn would do a cool Clayface. Clayface. That's the one. It's what women be. villains yeah. would you like to see them? Uh, maybe like a cooler version of Cheetah or something maybe like, like Poison <laughs> Ivy because we haven't seen her since the Uma Thurman. Yeah, I feel like we'd get Poison Ivy in like a Birds of Prey two or something like that. No, I think, they, they, I think they should restart the universe and not acknowledge anything. What? <laughs> That's not happening. They're definitely <laughs> continuing that corner. You, you think a Birds of Prey is going to continue to be a movie? People love Mark. People love yeah. Margot Robbie. Dude, I liked the bird. I know you hated it, Jake. I yeah, liked it. Wasn't it wasn't that bad. It was that bad. I think you're. And any anyway, they already said like Black Canary from that movie showing up in the Batgirl series, so that's staying for sure. That I don't think that was yeah. even up for debate. I think Harley and, and, and people really love Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn. Yeah, no, she's yeah. a great. Uh, she's Queen. great. I'm not saying her. I'm just like kind of like how the Suicide Squad was like a soft reboot. Like, let's see her post this movie. I don't know if I really care about the Birds of Prey being with her. I just kind of just want to see like a solo Harley movie. Oh, well, I mean, I could see that too, but yeah, I guess it's, it would still follow her mostly like because Birds of Prey still really was Harley Quinn's movie at the end of the day. Like it just, yeah, it had, I mean, had, it was called Burley, Birds of Prey and the something emancipation of Harley Quinn. Yeah, Whoa, exactly. Cool title. Like, <laughs> <laughs> really long title that no one it's, ever said. It's such but. a stupid title, dude. It's just lame. I guess what I'm saying is I could definitely see Poison Ivy in the next one as like her love interest because that's something they've done in the cartoon and it's something that people love to see like Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy together. So that's what I would yeah, see. Do. I, I don't think James Gunn should be the one to do that, to be honest, but he could play once they establish that, yeah. throw them into like Suicide Squad or something. But I don't know. Let someone else do that. I want to see James Gunn yes. actually do Deadpool now that I've seen him do Sophia Vigilante. Sophia Coppola should direct it. <laughs> yeah, Sophia Coppola directs uh, Birds of Prey 3, Birds of Prey yeah. 2, Poison Ivy, Harley Quinn's Vacation. Yeah. Yeah. A24 co-produces. Yeah. A20- oh, dude, that'd be pretty sick. <laughs> <laughs> An A24 Harley Quinn movie. <laughs> and also co-produced by HBO Max and Cinemax. <laughs> and and Skinemax. <laughs> well, how many Joe Pesci's we giving it? Come on, dude. You already know. You know this. Yeah, dude. This is we all know the answer. Yeah, six, 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 baby. Big old six, dude. And Peacemaker would be down for that. He'd be like, yeah. Oh yeah, he'd be down. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Dude, uh, the entire Peacemaker is like some of the best comic book uh, output that like related out based output that's came out in a long time. Yes, and. And he fucking, I just realized that he smokes weed. He, we see him smoke oh, weed multiple yeah. times in the show. He hits bongs. He smokes joints. Thank you, James Gunn. Comedy He's an American, comedy. dude. He's an American. Yeah. Yeah, That's dude. what we like to do. Yeah. I'm proud like to, to be an American. No, we're not doing that. <laughs> no, I was just trying to be like that. I don't know. I didn't mean it. Um, I'll do what Cody does <laughs> anyway. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, six. Everyone was cool. Easy. 
easily. I like that. Everyone was cool, including all those white power dudes, Cody. Come on. I'm not saying I'm not agreeing with that. Well, they were cool in the wow, fact that they were I good actors Cody and funny. Yeah, they were wow. funny. What? <laughs> white power is not funny, you asshole. Yeah, okay. Oh, you think white power is hilarious, dude? You think white supremacy is something to laugh at, Cody? Oh my God! You should keep this joke going, guys. It's going so well. Right yeah, that's what it looked like. He was imagining. <laughs> well, you were Cody. Joke, Cody doesn't like <laughs> fun. That was fun. But Cody, where can we hear good jokes and have fun times? I hear that you're doing a bunch. Oh, of- I got a bunch of shows. So by the time. <laughs> Uh, that's a good segue dude so cody's got a busy motherfucking schedule baby okay so here's what's on the books going forward so far <laughs> but this comes out thursday so if you listen thursday morning and want to see me live i'm going to be doing comedy in charleston west virginia that's thursday Friday, I'm going to be February 24th. That's the date. Yes, Thursday, February 24th. Friday, February 25th, I'm going to be in DC. Ooh, the capital. At a doing punk punk house cap comedy at the pie shop and it's going to be me, four other comedians and four punk bands for 10 bucks. So that's like Joe Biden. Pretty fucking cool. Yeah, Joe Biden will be there. Um, <laughs> confirmed. Uh, <laughs> he's gonna be he's gonna be raging in the pit. <laughs> Dude, yeah, he's, um, actually, he's actually he's the MC of the show. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's Friday. A week from Friday, I'm back in Morgantown. I am opening for Mary Santora. April, this is a ways out, but I'm still going to bring it up. I'm gonna, I'm producing an entire fucking comedy festival. Uh, three days, five, four venues, five separate shows, like local, ranging from local comics here in West Virginia to nationally touring comics. It's going to be pretty cool. I'm releasing the poster in the next few days. Nice. That sounds very sick. That's April. And then the last thing I'm going to mention, just because I'm so, is I'm honestly kind of honored, but I'm opening for Chris Gethard in Ooh. June. Hell yeah. Near Morgantown. Yes. That'll be sick. Yeah. So I've got some dope shit coming. Yeah. So that's, that's my future, guys. Thanks for asking. I'll update as things come along. But yeah, dude. So yeah, this Thursday and Friday, I'm in Charleston, West Virginia and DC. Nice. And speaking of the future, we got Bat March coming up. So every, every week in March, we're talking about a Batman comic or a Batman movie. So buckle up, folks. Yeah, I hope yeah. you're ready to suck Batman's dick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but he won't go down on you, so don't expect anything in return. Yeah, so. <laughs> it's not going to be reciprocated. Yeah. We don't make those rules, sorry. This is about <laughs> Batman's orgasms only. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Batgasms, <laughs> right. You'll learn about that word. But also, yeah. we're kind of oh, yeah. kicking it off early. I just realized we're coming out with another episode on Sunday. First episode of something called the Sunday Smoke Sesh, where we have, we have friends on. We'll have maybe some more comic creators on, comedians, the whole spiel. But instead of doing like a straight up interview, we're going to be talking about Batman versus Superman. So check that out. Yeah. We've got a special guest. You'll have to check that out to see who it is. Yeah. Facts. Cool, guys. Well, we didn't even uh, do an intro for this episode. By the way. Oh, we were high. <laughs> yeah. Well, this was another episode of Thomas Chronic. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jake does say in this episode we're talking about Zen. I almost said Zencaster because I read it at the <laughs> end. We're talking about Zencaster. Zencaster. Look, we don't do outros, we don't do intros, we do what we want here on Comics and Comics. Uh, yeah. And if you listen to us, it's because you like that spontaneity. Yeah. Yes, you do. That's what you come here fuck. for. We say random shit. Yeah. Yeah. And we're <laughs> cool dudes. Like check out our website, comicsandchronic.com. See, that's Ooh. that's random, but it's real. You should check it out. Hey, comicsandchronic.com. <laughs> Sweet. Well. Are right, you cool kids? We'll see you next week. Thanks again. <laughs> <laughs>
like an answering machine out to him. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, you're listening to Comics and Chronic, and I'm Jacob H. I'm Cody Cannon. And I'm Anthony Iannaccio. And you can tune in every Thursday to hear new episodes of Comics and Chronic. And make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter, at Comics and Chronic. That's Comics, the letter N, Chronic. We'll see you guys next week. Woo! Peace.